0: All have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead.
1: Hey, you guys, today I'm going to talk to you about the microbiome and how important it is to take care of your microbiome. And, you know, the NIH, they published a study of everything that's going to impact our longevity. And what was interesting is our genes really only impacted about 8% of it. So 92% of our genes that are going to impact us really was coming from our microbiome. So you may be wondering, what is my microbiome? And it's really just this collection of genomes of microbes composed of like bacteria bacterial phases, fungi, and viruses, and they live in us. And there's actually 10 times more microbiome cells than there are human cells. And those cells have, the microbiome cells, they actually have about 260 times more genetic material than ourself which is pretty interesting so the power of our microbiome is very dominant and it influences how we are and if you keep a healthy microbiome you know, keep a healthy body, um, your microbes are a lot healthier. And so when you think about the microbes, what they do is one, they help stimulate immune system function. They break down toxicities that we may ingest from foods or drink, you know, drinking water, things like that. They also help synthesize uh, certain vitamins and aminos. And actually, for example, the key enzymes needed for B12 are only found in bacteria and not in animals or plants. So really important. And then I'm going to from the Medical News Today publication, I'm going to share with you some tips they gave, which I thought were really good because I had research backing them that can help support your microbiome. So healthy gut bacteria. Um, and the very first thing that you can do is take probiotics or eat fermented food. So when you think of fermented food, these can be vegetables, kimchi, kombucha, miso soup, sauerkraut, or tempeh. And then when you think of probiotics, I'll leave a link in the bio for a really good probiotic. You really want to make sure you get a spore-based probiotic or a probiotic that's going to live throughout the stomach because your pH in your stomach is a 1 to a 2 pH. But you want to make sure that it lives throughout the stomach acid. So it can get into the small intestines and essentially plant little seedlings throughout the whole digestive tract to help support your your microbiome. The other thing that we need to be doing is eating what prebiotics, so fiber. Um, and this is where eating asparagus, bananas, garlic, um, artichokes, onions, whole grains. Things that are going to really help give you that prebiotic, um, that fiber that's going to help with the microbiome. Research from 2017 suggests that prebiotics may help probiotics become uh, more tolerant to certain environmental conditions such as, you know, your changes in your pH and temperature as well. So our pH plays a major role in our Gut and how our body functions. The other thing we need to do is we need to eat less sugar and have less sweeteners. So I'm sure you guys already know that, but there was a 2015 study that suggested that the standard Western American diet. So the sad diet, which is mostly consuming, you know, high sugar and fats has a huge negative effect on the gut microbiome, which in turn, influence the brain and our behavior in a negative way. So cutting back on sugar and sweeteners can be really, really good. Also limiting stress. Stress um, plays a major role in impacting our gut. So we really need to make sure we're getting enough sleep, um, not holding on to things that don't serve us and, you know, letting go of the The stressful thoughts that we may um, continue to be thinking also taking antibiotics is really challenging because antibiotics are damaging to the gut microbiome, and you know they can impact there's some research that shows that they can impact. Your gut microbiome up to six months after using them. So we really want to, you know, if you have to take an antibiotic, okay, but antibiotics can be thrown around quite a bit, giving them to young kids more often than they need can be challenging and impact their microbiome from a very young age. And so there was this, according to the CDC, actually doctors in the United States, um, they said prescribe about 30% 30% of the antibiotics that are prescribed are unnecessary. So really, I mean, really make sure that if you're going on a antibiotic or your child, that it is truly, truly necessary. Also, another tip is to make sure you're getting enough exercise. Okay. So you guys already know you need to be moving your body at least 150 minutes each week of moderate exercise. And then also to go ahead and get enough sleep. Really, really important that we're getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep every day, each night, um, because that's essentially when our body and our brain is just cleaning up all the stuff, all the gunk from the day before. I like to get up and drink a big glass of water to kind of flush the system. I I think of it as taking out the trash. Um, and then another tip that was really good, I thought, was to really use different cleaning products and limit your exposure to cleaning products you're like me, you use essential oils, lemon, vinegar, things like that can be really helpful. Also avoiding smoking, eating as many fruits and vegetables as you can are all things that can really, really help your microbiome. So I hope this was helpful for you guys today. I think sometimes we forget about our microbiome and our the good gut bacteria that we have. It's kind of like an afterthought, but as you heard, really getting the sleep, eating healthy, limiting stress, not exposing yourself to chemicals. All of these are really important overall for good health, but they also directly impact the microbiome. So anyways, check out the show notes for the link for the good probiotic that I love, and I will see you soon.